Hey guys, welcome to the Katie May Show. I am Katie May. I hope you are ready to keep it real and talk all things marriage because that is what I do. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey in the pursuit of having an awesome marriage and accepting nothing less for this one and only life we get to have here together. Let's do this. This topic I'm super excited about because if you guys caught my post today, it's talking about why our beliefs determine the outcome of our marriage. Why are our beliefs about our marriage, about our spouse so important? Um, and it's funny because I think this is just a this is just a huge issue in general because more often than not, we are totally unaware of what our beliefs actually are. So in this particular training talk, we're going to talk about this because I want you guys to all get really clear about what you're telling yourself about your marriage, what you are believing about your marriage. And for those of you who are like, yeah, yeah, I like, I, I know what I believe in my marriage. I want you to stop yourself because, um, there is many layers to how our mind works and our subconscious is deep and it runs real deep with conditioning. Okay. So this is, this is a huge part of the work I do with the women I work with is because on the surface level, what comes to mind, we can oftentimes reverse that in our heads. So when we go, oh yeah, I totally believe that my marriage will work and is totally great. Right. Like, but then when, when we, when we dig deeper into that, right. If you're struggling in your marriage, if you're, if you want your connection to be better, it doesn't matter where you're at, right. If you're on the precipice of like divorce or whatever, really struggling, or if you're, if you just want your marriage to get better and you're just looking for improvement, this will work for you. This is essential, essential tool. Okay. For years, I was telling myself that, uh, we, we can't possibly get better. We can't possibly improve. We are in the prime of our marital time. And so if we're still having the same fight or if we're still having the same argument to this day, there's no way we can actually get better. And it wasn't like a conscious thought of like that just, oh yeah, I totally believe this and think this all the time. No, we have to pay deep attention to our thoughts and what they're telling us, what we're, what we're allowing them to tell us, which is what we internalize as beliefs. And then this is the other crazy part is what our brains do. It starts looking to prove our beliefs. So let me give you some examples, right? Like if you are stuck in a negative belief pattern, these are some examples. Uh, I believe my marriage may fail, right? I believe that that is a possibility. I believe our marriage can't get better until he does X, Y, Z, or I believe that I, if I don't do X, Y, Z, he'll be dissatisfied with me and, or leave me. Right. Those are just some examples that I've heard from clients and that I myself have felt at some point. Right. So here's the thing. When you believe that at the core, 
whatever happens between you and your husband, conflict, something he says or does, your mind will immediately look and gather that as data to support that belief. So if I'm walking around believing my marriage is up to chance, it may or may not work. I'm believing that he's unhappy or dissatisfied in my marriage. I'm believing all of those things when he does something or says something negative, in my opinion, or that hurts my feelings, I'm going to take that and I'm going to file it away and go, yep, see, that's just proof that we are not going to work. Oh, he said that. So that that's, that's proof that we can't actually break through this barrier that we're facing together in our marriage. We, we prove it. So if we are unaware of what we are believing in our marriage, if we are not, yeah, if we're, if we're, if we're not even aware of it, which oftentimes we're not right. That's what we're going to do subconsciously guys autopilot. Remember conscious level thinking what we actually do on a conscious level effort is estimated to be roughly around 5% of our day, which means most of like 95% of the rest, whatever the actual statistic is, we are operating on autopilot things that we are naturally trained and conditioned to do. That's why we can get in a car and drive somewhere that we've driven a million times and end up there and be like, oh my God, I didn't even know I drove here. <laughs> so this, this is neuroscience. This is how our brains work. So if you're wondering like why you're stuck in this pattern or rut in your marriage or can't seem to improve past a certain point, pay attention to what you're telling yourself about your marriage, pay attention to what you're believing about your spouse. And that will give you a huge insight into what we need to do to work on that. Right. So then, so then what do we do to re-engineer that? right? Cause it's not a matter of being fake here. Okay. This isn't, this isn't false. This is let's be real. We're not sprinkling sugar on shit and calling it a Snickers bar. Cause it's just not, even if you dip it in chocolate, right? <laughs> that's so gross, but that's what we try to do. So, okay. I'm going to think positively about my, my relationship and, um, we're going to be awesome. And I'm going to write these affirmations and everything will be great. Right? Like that's, that would be something that honestly, back in the day, I couldn't even swallow because I wasn't really that optimistic. So, but I know some women who will try to do that this way. And that's great. The problem with that is you're not getting to the heart of why you believe that, where is that conditioning and messaging coming from? It didn't just appear out of nowhere. It could legitimately be that there are some circumstances within your marriage that is proving this to you. There can legitimately be those circumstances that you're fine. You're having that same fight over and over again. So then your belief system is following that, right? Like, oh, because we, we can't break free of this freaking, this freaking fight we keep having, we, it's just proof that we're never going to change and we can't ever get better. Okay. So how do we, how do we change that? So you need to ask yourself, right? You need to ask yourself what you need to do to change that interaction. That is exactly what I do as a coach to come and help you get out of yourself bird's eye view and say, okay, what can you do to break that cycle? 
because it takes two people to have and perpetuate the same cycle over and over again. What can you do? How are you contributing to that fight every time? And how can we empower you to make that change, to break that down? Now, now you have empowerment. Now you have a strategy. Now you have clarity into that situation and circumstance. So then you can, uh, you can go forward with a new perspective. Hey, if I approach this differently, then I believe we can now move forward in a positive, productive way and continue to, pro- I don't want to say produce, continue to progress. <laughs> It's only like the first time I've messed up with the word coming out of my, my mouth, you guys. So yes, I'm, I'm, oh, I was going to say, I was going to like, look at my new shirt. It says good vibes. I like it. I got it from Costco just in case you guys wanted to know, cause it's really comfortable and it reminds me to have good vibes. <laughs> so back to the, back to the marriage training. Um, so yes, we need to get clear about what our belief systems are. Because if we do not, the, that is what we're going, our mind's going to look for proof of. So now how do we, how do we reverse that? Right. All right. So yay, let's go into the next part. What if, what do the, the positive belief systems look like? Okay. The positive belief systems and examples could be, I believe that he deeply cares about me, but he's not very great about showing me in my love language. So even though he cares about me and I do know this because take the data, right? Like what does he do that shows you he does care for you? He does love you, right? And I want you guys to think deep on that. Some of you guys will have to reach deeper than others, but what does he actually do that shows you that he does care for you? And then go back into, okay, so, so I do know he loves me because he does do these things. Like he helps takes care of the kids. He goes to work every day. He comes home. He kisses me. He does say he loves me like those things. Right. And I know those are like, some of, some of you are like, those are just really basic stuff. Like you should just do anyways. No, those are things that men do when they care for you and they care for the family. And that is not to be taken lightly. And it is absolutely something to show appreciation for. That's another training. We show appreciation for what is working. We are improving that positive psychology feedback in our loop with our husband. And he wants to do more for us. He wants to, he naturally will want to do more things for us because we notice the things we bring attention to the things he does do that we appreciate. And it goes both ways. We want that too. Right. So naturally he's going to be noticing, oh, she's paying attention to the stuff she likes. And I'm going to want to do that too. Does this happen in one try? No biggest misconception. I can tell you right now, guys, how many times I've, I've been in the same spot. I've told this story. If you guys aren't familiar with this story, um, or for me, for them, for that matter, Hey, I didn't introduce myself. I'm Katie may I'm the, uh, <laughs> I'm the founder of this group. <laughs> I know my intro is on point. So, um, and I am a marriage empowerment coach. So just so you guys are aware of now we're all introduced, <laughs> um, Early in my or earlier on in my marriage, um, because my background is human and family development, and I geeked out on all the psychology I could, right? Um, I would 
utilize these tools and tips that I got from my college professors and the textbooks that I was reading and making I statements and telling him how I feel. And then I would come to him with this new tactic and so excited. And then it wouldn't go the way I wanted it to go. And I would immediately go, see, that's it. That's it. I, I, I can't make this work. I've tried. I can't say I haven't tried. I've tried, but it, it didn't work. So then, oh, well, and that was what I, and then I would throw the tactic out the window. I wouldn't even try anymore because clearly it just wasn't going to work for him. It just wasn't going to work for us. Right. So, um, and if you guys are watching, feel free to say hi and interact. If it's delayed, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on, but this is the first time I've done the whole phone thing. So, Hey, Katie and Kate, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> so on that, on that same note, Guys, conditioning, you are interacting with your husbands in a way that you have been for years. They are looking for you to interact a certain way too. Subconsciously, this runs deep. There is no way, no way you're going to undo years of conditioning all the way up from a familial level to how you are right now with one switch of a tactic sometimes. And I actually have seen this in my work and my practice with my clients. They can say, oh my gosh, Katie, I tried your OBS method. I'll tune in on that. That was my training. Um, if you guys missed that, I'm going to do another one on that. Tried your OBS method. It worked like gangbusters. We had a totally different conversation. So it is possible, but I want you guys to keep in mind that we are dealing with more than just a one-time thing. This needs to be consistent on your part. It's practice, it's trial and error, and it's evaluating, okay, what could I do better next time? How, what, what didn't work this time? Maybe it's just simply pushback because you're approaching it differently and he's not used to that. So there's so many layers to this, which is exactly why I do what I do, because then I can come back and I can say, oh, this is what happened in that conversation. And that's okay because we can work on it and do better next time. So this is just a little bit of a glimpse of an encouragement to you that if you're taking some of the stuff I'm teaching you guys on here and you're trying to apply it and maybe it didn't work, that's okay. Sit down. Don't judge yourself for it. Don't judge him for it. Sit down and be curious with yourself. What can I do better next time? What, what will that look like? Right? So guys switching this belief system of like, okay, instead of um, you know, he doesn't care about me and he obviously doesn't even know my needs because of X, Y, Z, you're going to prove yourself to that, right? He loves me because of these things. You're taking actual data and he just needs to be more aware of how he can help or how he can show me in my love languages. Right. But then it goes, it goes both ways. What are you doing to serve him? Now you have this belief system. Fantastic. You can work with that, right? It goes into now, what can you do to better serve him and better appreciate him and his love language? What does he appreciate from you? Right. And so this is where, this is why the belief system is so important, you guys. Um, and why it's so important to understand where your mindset is at every single day. I wrote, I reread a, a post I posted over like a year ago and it's from Zig Ziglar. And he's talking about how like, you know, ambition doesn't last. And then he says, well, yeah, neither does bathing, which is why we do it daily. 
it's like, we, we want to, we want to believe like, oh, well, yeah, because we try this new tactic tactic and this new technique. And so now all of a sudden tomorrow, it's going to be the exact same thing. And we're just going to be able to flow with it. No, it takes intentional practice. This marriage takes intentional mindset and practice just like anything else you're doing in your life. So many women in this group are business owners, right? We have to wake up and we have to take care of ourselves to be able to perform at a level that is not your normal average level that you're trying to strive for. My high achieving women out there, right? Like you can't just roll out of bed in a field full of chaos and go, 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 and then come home and Netflix out and pass out and then expect your life to be awesome. Expect you to be able to perform with the energy you need in order to be an awesome person. If that is what you are trying to achieve in your life and your relationships require the exact same thing. So it, you have to wake up with that intentional belief. What am I believing about my spouse today? What am I believing about? What am I saying in my head? Pay attention to your inner dialogue guys. Give your mean girl a voice if you haven't yet. Okay. And Kate, yes, it does take consistency. Yes. And then not judging ourselves for when we mess up. We're so hard on ourselves. And guys, here's the thing. When we're hard on ourselves, when we beat ourselves up, we end up beating them up when they fall short. Because how we treat ourselves, how we talk to ourselves will be how we treat others. It's so crazy. It absolutely, it absolutely happens that way. Pay attention next time, next time you're triggered or irritable with your son or your spouse, pay attention because I guarantee you, if you really pay attention to the behavior that triggered you in such a way, you can go back and isolate it to something that you beat yourself up on. I cannot stand when, um, I'm trying to think of even a personal, a personal one for you guys to go off of, because I can't stand when, um, I am distracted (laughs) and I can be hard on myself about it. And I'm like ADHD to the max. Right. So, um, but I've, but I've overcome a lot of, of trial and tribulation in my life because of this. And, um, and so I have to be really cognizant of the fact that I don't beat myself up over getting distracted. And so the thing is, is when I do, when I am being negative about this, right. And if my husband, one of my biggest pet peeves with my husband is when he gets distracted, when we're talking and guess how I used to respond to that. (laughs) Not well, not well. Um, and when I, when I put those two and two together, when I realized, oh my gosh, this is, this is the very same pet peeve I have about him is the very same thing I struggle with on a daily basis. When I was honest with myself about that, I was like, okay, I, and, and, and then how I beat myself up over it. Like, God, Katie, why can't you stay focused? Gosh, Katie, here you are doing something else. You haven't even accomplished that one task, right? When I paid attention to that negative mindset and that negative talk with myself, And I started to show myself more grace and understanding you can't beat yourself up into a better you write that shit down all day. You cannot beat yourself up into a better you and you can't beat your spouse up into a better him. It goes both ways. So you start with you, you will, you will naturally be more gracious to your spouse. 
And that's the cool part about this work because you want to be a better you anyways. And you have total control over being that. You don't have to sit back and wait for him to do something in order for you to have the relationship you want right now. So next thing I want want you guys to do, I am going to touch up on um, the OBS method just because I did mention it in this and it was the training. I have to plug my computer back in. Sorry. Um, I mentioned this in the training that uh, I did last month and I am going to hold another training. And when I do trainings, you guys, just so you know, it's like it's live group coaching. So you can come and you can participate or you can come and you can listen to other women be coached and benefit from that. Either way, everybody wins. So next time I have a training, feel free to show up. It's very much like this, except you get to talk live with me and I can coach you specifically on your, um, on your specific issue in your marriage. So it's really cool. Um, I am going to hold another one in December and the OBS method own your part benefit of the doubt and seek to understand own your part benefit of the doubt seek to understand you can use this across the board with any kind of conflict it is crazy effective trademark pending (laughs) um but i had a client today just tell me that she used that when she was um terminating somebody um, in her, in her office. Right. So it, it works across the board with a lot of different circumstances, but especially in your marriage, because when you own your part, right, honey, I'm so sorry. I totally, I messed up because I'm overwhelmed. I overbooked myself. I should have planned my week better. And I really, I need your help right now. Um, benefit of the doubt. And I know you're not trying to like leave me hanging and sit on your phone and ignore me. That's just how I'm feeling right now. Also partly because of the fact that I'm overwhelmed and I know that's not what you're trying to do because you had a busy day too. And then seek to understand, um, you know, that would be like in that particular situation, it would be like, can, can I, can I, can I, that would be the ask, right? Usually depending on the situation, the ask would be like, help me understand how you're feeling about this, right? Tell me more about, you know, that conversation we had, right? Or tell me how, like, if there's any way I can get some help from you here in this moment, because I really need your help. Like you could totally save my ass right now. Like it's a completely different approach than like, here I am running around ragged and I'm overwhelmed and you're just sitting there on your phone, letting me do all of this, right? Like, what a shift in how you communicate that. So um, I am going to release this as a free resource because I just believe that this can seriously change any kind of communication. I've continuously used this with my husband. He uses it with me. And it is an absolute game changer when we come to a disagreement. Because the key thing in any kind of disagreement or conflict is understanding and respect. And the biggest downfall to any of that is trying to make them understand you versus the other way around, because we need to take ownership of the fact that we understand ourselves. We cannot just draw a conclusion that we understand them and therefore we need to make them understand us. We will lose every 
time, ladies. You ain't getting what you want that way. So get on board. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Help me help you. When we swallow our pride for just a second, when we just sit back and say, okay, uh, he, we're going to get to the understanding me part here, but I'm going to make it my sole goal in this conversation to understand him, his point of view, his belief system. That is what this does. The other part of this is the, the B, right? Benefit of the doubt going into a situation where you're like, yeah, I feel like so unheard by you. I'm so offended by what you said. Um, that's just leaving it on him, right? Like you're not even, you're just basically telling him like you believe that he's a hurtful person just by saying those words. And so the benefit of the doubt statement diffuses that like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling, but I know you love me and you care for me. And that's not your intention, right? Like, I know you want to be a great dad and that's not how you want to come across. Cause I see it all the time. So I just want to bring this to your attention. That benefit of the doubt statement is such like such an awesome tool to diffuse any kind of critic criticism right? That it could be taken critically because we're bringing up hard shit. That's what we have to do to make this marriage awesome. You guys have to have the hard conversations. And that first statement of owning your own stuff, it just puts it out on the table. Like, look, I have a part in this. I'm not just coming to you to ask you to do something. I also recognize I have a part in this. So it's just a bomb diggity formula. <laughs> I have to laugh because I hear my husband's head in my voice right now. Bomb diggity, Katie. Really? Yes, Clay. Yes, Clay. Really? Bomb diggity. Because that's what I say, yo. <laughs> All right, ladies. I hope you guys um, find this helpful and I hope you guys can apply it in your marriages today. Um, you know where to find me in the DMs. Guys, Badass Wives Club. Oh, snap. Relaunching January 26th. I am, um, I am taking, I am taking spots right now. So if you are interested in that at all, you need to DM me ASAP. I am again, going to run another training coming. Uh, I haven't decided yet, probably towards the end of December, just to help y'all out with some more, um, communication expectation and boundaries stuff with the holidays. Cause we can use all the help we can get. Right. Um, but yes, the badass wise club, 12 weeks group coaching program, and for those of you who are like, oh, group coaching, I don't know about me talking about my marriage in front of group coaching. It is so good. This is why I'm doing it again. You guys, it's so powerful when we come together as a collective unit and we share openly. Cause that's what happens. Like I don't just let anybody who pays me in this group, we are like-minded awesome, badass women who want our lives and our marriages to be awesome and to accept nothing less for ourselves. So when we all come together as one supporting each other, learning from each other, it is absolutely just transformational. It's so cool. So if you guys are interested in more uh, details about that, you know where to find me in the DMS post below too. I'll be happy to reach out to you as well and send you more details. And then um, I think that's all the business I have for you guys today, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, that, that covers it. All right, guys. Hey, have a fantastic rest of your week. I hope this uh, will diffuse some weekend conflict. And uh, give, me, give me a call or DM me if you need any more help with this. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in today. 
I know in such a busy world right now that there are so many things pulling at your time and vying for your attention. So the fact that you're willing to spend it with me is truly an honor. And for those of you who are wondering how you can get involved with me and get more of my content, please feel free to join my free Facebook community at Marriage Empowered. You can also follow me at Instagram at Marriage Empowered. And if you'd like to book your free consultation call, you'd like more information on how I might be able to help you in your life or marriage, and you'd like to know more about that information, feel free to book your first free consultation call with me by going to my Facebook business page at Katie May Coaching LLC. And of course, you can always hit me up on the DMs. Thanks again so much for tuning in, you guys. And all of this information is also located in the show notes. Have a fantastic rest of your day and I hope to see you back here soon.